Unity, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You're watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado. Good morning. Happy Tuesday, July 11th. Hard to believe we're coming up on the middle of the month of July. I'm your host, Kimberly Perot. We have a lot here on today's show. We'll be talking to the recruiter guy. You'll be learning a little bit more from Covered Bridge. They spoke with a local teacher. And then John Wayne Smith will be here in studio. And as always, Gretchen Pleshaw joining me on the couch. So thrilled to have her here. Good morning, Vale. Starts now. Welcome to the TV8 Weather Center. Happy Tuesday. Let's take a look at the beautiful weather out there. As you can see, 8 a.m., 61 degrees, a high of 83, and sunny, beautiful skies. I am stoked about the sunshine. I've said this once. I'll say it again. Lather up with sunscreen. I did not do so, and I was definitely hurting because of it. <laughs> 8 a.m., 61 degrees and sunny. Noon, 79 degrees and sunny. 4 p.m., 83. Wow, it is really summertime. And 8 p.m., 78 degrees. Getting a little bit cooler as we go down. Now, for some of us that don't have air conditioning, definitely open up your windows, maybe do the reverse fan idea that many people have told us about and just enjoy the cooler temperatures this evening. Eagle 87 degrees, Avon 85, Vail 83 degrees, and Denver, wow, a whopping 96 degrees. I love living in the mountains, just saying. <laughs> Tonight, a low of 51 degrees, clear night, sunset at 836 p.m. So a beautiful night to open up those windows, like I said, and enjoy some of those cooler temperatures. Wednesday, 83, Thursday, 83, Friday, 84 Oh my goodness, uh, Saturday 84 and Sunday 83 degrees. Across the board, just beautiful, sunshiny skies and summer has arrived and I am not mad about it. <laughs> How are you doing, Kim? You know, I am so excited. You mentioned having the air conditioning. Yeah. And being one of those people that does not, that's me. <laughs> yes, me as well, girl. I know. That's one of the only reasons, I think, maybe the only negative about living here, but it's not really a negative because you can open your windows. There's other ways you can can go purchase, I think at Walmart, one of the little air conditioning yep. units. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's other ways. And a lot of us, because we live where the sun doesn't directly hit, yep. you can just open the windows, have a nice breezy night. But yes, I've never lived without air conditioning before. So, <laughs> And you mentioned living in the mountains. I tell you what, I would definitely feel blessed to be able to do that. Me too. So how, are you loving it? So I far? am. You know, I got out yesterday. Good. I went to the Eagle Vale Golf Club, hit oh, the driving range, okay. becoming an expert, I can That's, tell you. Do you play golf regularly? I'm, no, I'm very novice. Okay. But it was <laughs> It was a blast to be out and about and to just be in the community cool. and experiencing those wonderful temperatures. Well, and I think the golf courses, I'm the same. We'll have to go together. <laughs> I can barely hit the ball, let's be honest. Um, but the golf courses are gorgeous here. It's just stunning. Absolutely Even being stunning. out there and looking at the green is just 
It's a, it's a big deal. It's you know, and I think that the hottest time of the, in the evening, which is yeah. usually between like 4 and 7, yeah. perfect time to get outside, especially here because there are so many events happening in the community. Agreed. And it's too, I have been so confused all day. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to let you know, it is indeed Tuesday. And there's so many cool things happening. Even this morning, should we dive right yeah, in? Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about this morning's events. So 10 a.m. in Vail Village. Squash Blossom. Have you heard of this jewelry store? I, I have. I uh, actually walked past it this weekend. It's gorgeous. We need to do some shopping. That's on my list for us to do as well. They're doing a, a trunk show of their jewelry in Vail Village at 10 a.m. this morning. So I might pop over after this. <laughs> go from here to there. This show's over at 9. You want to have a, a coffee date and go shopping? Yes. I, oh Great my gosh, idea. I love this. <laughs> um, and she, well, they have amazing jewelry and it's just it's stunning the price points go all over but there's things for everyone and actually um yeah it's just a really fun place you're in the middle of the heart of vale village and what's better than shopping for gorgeous jewelry yeah, amazing I mean, come on good way to start your tuesday <laughs> also at 11 a.m in vale village the walking tour of the vale of the vale <laughs> walking tour of vale of vale village at the snow sports museum so you start there at 11 a.m and they give you a walking tour of the village so that's pretty cool. Yeah, the heart of Vail. Yeah. We need to get you in one of those too. So then you know all things, all things Vail. Absolutely. You know, I'm learning and I, yes. I definitely love getting out and about. And I think, you know, we've got some events happening tonight as well as tomorrow yeah. night, live concerts oh all throughout gosh. the week. The Jazz Vail Festival. Huge. That's Huge. a big one. I know I've been getting text messages all weekend into this week about that. And then tonight, if you want to see and be seen, <laughs> go to the Tuesday night free show, Hot Summer's Nights. Every Tuesday, well, most Tuesday nights, and it's just the who's who avail, which is so much fun. And the bands are brilliant this year, absolutely brilliant. I kept on hugging Ross the other day, and I'm like, you pick the most amazing music. It's just great. So it's a fun thing to do if you go, We have you been yet? I haven't been oh, yet. Oh, my yet. gosh. Okay. <laughs> I know. All these fun things to do. But, um, yeah, definitely. Gerald Ford Amphitheater. Tuesday night, free shows, hot summer nights. It is just a blast. And the shows are dope. So. And then Avon Live tomorrow. Yes. And, and the jazz on Thursday. <laughs> Everyone asks why we're so tired all the time. Thank you. A lot is happening. But we have so much more on today's show. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. Here at Sun & Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun & Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. Hi, it's Julio from TV8 Vail. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vail from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vail Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8vail.com.
Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. I hope you grabbed that cup of water, you've drank it, and you are ready to get into today's show. Our first segment is talking about the importance of job searching and what that looks like. Ben had a conversation with the recruiter guy, Bill Humbert, about how to best be prepared when interviewing. Let's have a look. Welcome back to the show. We are now joined by Bill Humbert, the recruiter guy, who is going to share with You're us welcome. Thank tips you. and tricks on advancing our job search and trying to get over some of those common hurdles. Bill, welcome to the show. Hey, Ben. Thank you. It's great to be here. It's great to see you, too. I hope you've been having a good Fourth of July week. Oh, it's been excellent. Fantastic. So I know a lot of job seekers can encounter a bunch of different hurdles in the process of finding a new job, whether they left their previous career because of some issues with the company or if they were perhaps let go. I know especially in those cases where people have been let go, it can be a big challenge to kind of build that confidence back up and go out there and search for a new job. Do you have any tips for people? Absolutely. You know, the element that may slow their search, at least initially, is fear. You know, that's the big boogeyman. <laughs> and, and so the fear is coming from either they've been laid off recently or, you know, most people, when they start a job, they, they think, especially when they get older, they think, oh, I hope this one takes me to retirement. And if they get into that job and they find out it's not what they thought it was going to be, and then they kind of suffered through a couple of years or a few years, they know they have to get out of there. And so then the fear starts again. So it either comes from being laid off or making that decision you have to go. And what most people don't understand is that they're falling into the grieving process hmm. that you experience when you lose a family member or even a, a pet. And you've now lost a job or you're going to lose a job. And now you're in the grieving process. That totally makes sense. I mean, it seems to me anyway, in my personal experience, like going through a big breakup or losing a job, especially a job that you were at least initially really attached to or excited about and that turned out to not be quite what you were expecting. A lot of times that can be a really difficult mental hurdle to get up and a big shot to the self-confidence. How would you recommend getting people to kind of get over that hurdle and try and move on with that next step, especially when facing a big change? Well, you know, Ben, different authors have one or more steps, but in my book, Expect Success, The Science of the Over 50 Career Search, I list these five steps of grieving that you have to work through. Some, it's not a literal thing, or it just, it, it goes and goes and goes. And then sometimes you slide back to one of the previous steps, and, and that's sad, but it, that does happen. So the five steps that I use are fear, anger that you either lost your job or this manager is driving you out of that company, um, depression, because now you you feel like, oh, man, am I ever going to find a job again? And what's wrong with me? And then you, sometimes you'll go into denial. And it may have been your fault that you got laid off, but, oh, it's the manager's fault. He told me or she told me to blah, blah, blah. 
Um, and then finally, when you start getting some interviews and you start getting some action towards finding that job, you land in acceptance. And when you're in acceptance of the entire process, that's when the companies are going to be and the managers are going to be much more comfortable with you. And you're going to be more comfortable with yourself and you'll now have that confidence that you need. I would imagine that that's something that potential recruiters or hiring managers can sense a little bit in a potential applicant, that little bit of a hesitation or that little bit of a denial about what their potential shortcomings are or what they might have to kind of correct in themselves before moving on to a new job. Do you have any advice for how to kind of analyze that in yourself and kind of help move yourself into that next stage, if you're say in denial and you're trying to move into acceptance to get to that position where, you know, you're a potentially appealing client or not client, but a new employee. So you're right. <laughs> you know, I've been a recruiter since 1981 and I can watch a per person's expressions and I'm very empathetic. And so my my sphere of being able to feel things goes beyond my body. And I I can sense people's fear, their anger, even if they're not trying to express it. And really everything, I can tell almost instantly when they're lying. <laughs> and that's not a good thing for candidates to lie, number one. But number two, it's really bad if the manager catches them in one. So what I suggest they do is a couple of steps, and it's really important. One is to make a list of all of the things that you do well professionally and all the things you do well personally, and then put an asterisk to, next to the ones that you do well that you enjoy doing. And if you do that, what you're doing is you're building your confidence and you're reflecting on things that you did well. And by putting an asterisk next to the things that you do well, but you, you really don't want to do those other things, now you know what to focus on in a job. And that really builds your confidence, too. So building that confidence is that first step. So armed with that list, then, that's going to kind of help us navigate our way towards something that we're more interested in and is a better fit. What are some other steps to kind of expand your network or get some more opportunities coming in? Well, my book, uh, one of my steps in my book is Fight Fear with Action. And that works amazingly well because as you're doing things that are positive, you're building your network and, and building a network, all you do is you just list everybody that you know. Could be people, if you're older, you could be people that you stood on the sidelines with watching your kids play soccer or baseball or basketball or music, dance, doesn't matter. Uh, it could be neighbors or former neighbors who just love to hear from you. Uh, it could be former uh, people that you worked with, it, you know, so you can build a pretty big list. And I suggest that people work really hard to get to a list of 500 people. And and every time I say that, I saw I saw the look on your eye just now, that <laughs> and that's what I see. Five hundred people. Oh my god! Do I even have five hundred friends? Oh, you do. <laughs> you know, if you were in school, how many did you know in school? I mean, 
people are everywhere. That's the wonderful thing about us humans. We're everywhere. And, and make a list of them. And then you don't even need to know their phone numbers if you know where they work because you call the general number. And lots of times you'll hit uh, one or six or whatever to get to the directory. And, and for recruiters, this is great because if I know the person's name, I know who they are. I don't have to go through a receptionist and go through the 90 questions of why am I calling? <laughs> so, way past those gatekeepers a little bit. Yeah, that's right. And so so the great news is as a person looking for a job, you can take advantage of that too. So build your list and then start working your, your list networking. And so let me ask you then just one more follow-up question real quick to get some more information. Your book expects success. Where can people find that? Well, it's, you know, it's, I like to say it's everywhere. It's probably not, but you can get it on Amazon. You can get it on Barnes and Noble, both of them online. Um, you can get it on Walmart online. If you want to shop Walmart, go for it. Uh, so you can get it there. And then I like to say it's in discerning independent bookstores around the country. Fantastic. And if they're looking for more information about you, where can they find you? I'm easy. I'm recruiterguy.com. Well, fantastic. Bill, thank you so much for joining us and have a great rest of your day. Perfect, Ben. Thank you. Well, that was Bill Humbert, the recruiter guy, giving us some fantastic advice. And I hope you guys will stick with us for a little bit more show right after this. Hello, everyone. I'd like to welcome you into Rugs Benedict to come explore our 12,000 square foot showroom. We've been serving the Vale Valley for over 50 years now with flooring needs. And we inventory a ton of product from Carpet One to provide the very best values, highest style. We just built a warehouse, 15,000 square foot warehouse in gypsum. So we have over 120 different broadloom carpets. We have a lot of waterproof wood flooring, things that we can install right away. We have employee installers, a lifetime installation warranty. Many of them have been with us for decades and they're true craftsmen in their work. They're absolutely extraordinary at installing any of the flooring that we provide. We also have over a thousand area rugs in stock right now. Um, and they start at two by threes. I could bring these into the studio today, but they go all the way up to 12 by 16s. And we have them hanging on the racks, just like shopping for clothing. So it's very easy for you to just flip through, see what's available. We'll deliver them to your house so you can check out how they look in your space with your lighting, all different sizes, all different shapes, some things that are gonna be a little bit more contemporary as well as tribal, traditional, all the latest and greatest looks. We have things that are hand knotted, silk, wool and silk options, all the way down to some machine made indoor outdoor type rugs. So really anything that you're looking for, for your business, for your home, for a rental, Rugs Benedict can provide it. And one thing I consistently hear when people leave our showroom is, that was so easy, thank you so much. So we make the process very easy. Come in, take a look, and we'd love to offer you a free estimate. Look forward to seeing you in our showroom. 
Snap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Time to rise and shine? There's no better way to start your day off than with the Good Morning Vale crew. You asked for more and TV8 delivered. Good Morning Vale is here for you with your local news, sports, weather, and community events every morning from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. No matter the season, we give you a reason to watch. So grab your coffee and join the fun. Live stream us at TV8Vale.com or on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92. And remember, there's more for you on 92. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now, we have so many talented people in our community, and Covered Bridge loves to highlight that in their magazine and in their TV segments. They had a conversation with local English teacher Maddie Rhodes about her 14er summit. So let's have a look at that conversation. Hi everyone, welcome to Covered Bridge on TV8. My name is Kim Fuller and I'm the co-founder of Jot Media Collective out of Westvale and the editor-in-chief of Covered Bridge magazine. And I'm Bobby LaRue, the other co-owner of Jot Media Collective and the director of partnerships. Uh, today we have such a great person to talk with. Her name is Maddie Rhodes. She is a lovely local here who uh, wrote a fantastic article for the upcoming issue of Covered Bridge magazine. Welcome, Maddie. Thank you. Maddie, tell us a little bit about your experience with writing and you know, also starting to in integrate that into your work as a teacher here in the Valley. Um, yeah, so I started writing um, in college and then kind of took a heavy break mm -hmm. after college and worked in a few different fields. Mm -hmm. and. Um, but felt, felt the draw back to it. So ended up going to graduate school for creative writing, um, which I just finished in December. And um, as a part of my thesis, I wrote this um, essay about a hike that I did with um, one of our mutual friends this summer. And um, we, we hiked the Halo Ridge Loop. Um, for anyone who's familiar with that, it goes up Holy Cross and then across this ridge down Notch. So long, quite arduous, mm -hmm. um, and unpredictable, <laughs> and um, yeah, wrote a, a lot of other essays in that collection as well, but um, yeah, now I'm, I'm teaching English in the Valley for high schoolers. Great. Well, yeah, you know, Maddie had sent some of her writing over to the editors at Covered Bridge, and our theme for the summer and fall 2023 issue is Journey. Um, this just, when, when I read this out loud, we were, I think Bobby and I were on a road trip somewhere coming back from something and we were both like, wow, this, this, is, this needs to be in print and especially with all the wonderful photos you took. Um, so the title of this feature is Lessons from the Journey, Reflections from a Humbling Day on the Halo Ridge Loop. And I'm gonna read um, a, a little segment of your, your amazing essay, your amazing piece. On a July day last year, my friend Marissa and I set out to conquer the Halo Ridge Loop in Holy Cross Wilderness. When she first sent me the route on all trails, I responded, let's do it. 
My zealousness to summit Holy Cross and Notch in one day overcame the concerns I should have had about the terrain and our preparedness. Preparedness. Yeah. Maddie, tell us about this. And this really kind of sums up your piece, but there's a lot more to the story than that, right? Yeah, I think it also kind of sums me up as a person. Mm. Um, anyone who knows me well knows that I just, I'm pretty willing to say yes to a lot of um, adventurous situations, often without knowing exactly what I'm getting myself into. Um, but I approach them with the can-do attitude. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then sometimes reap, well, oftentimes reap rewards mm -hmm. um, and sometimes suffer some consequences. <laughs> so yeah, on this particular day, um, you know, we had a great, great beginning, just a lot of enthusiasm with the 3.30 a.m. wake up, you know, some mm -hmm. granola bars or whatever was freezing. And I think we did this in, oh, it was July. Yeah, we did it in July. And um, we, the night before, we had talked about um, fastest known times. So we're like, oh, I wonder, you know, if, if anybody has the fastest known time for this route. And there are a couple of, maybe two or three times for males, but none for females. So we're like, great. No matter how long it takes us to do this, we will get the FKT, which is awesome. <laughs> so, um, and we were both runners training for big races. Marissa was training for a Leadville 100 bike race, um, and I was training for a marathon and a 50K. Um, for running in the fall. So we were both like pretty fit at this point, like ready to do something big. Um, and we thought this was a trail that we could run a lot of. So we hike up the Holy Cross part, get to the top, everything's going smoothly, you know, a little bit of altitude sickness, but it goes away. We're fine. So we have some snacks, take a little break, you know, admire the wildflowers and just, it's a beautiful day. And then we noticed one cloud and we're like, okay, not looking great, but it's small. It'll probably go away. We're just going to keep trucking along, maybe cut our planned breaks a little shorter um, and keep an eye on that cloud. So we go start down, go up the next ridge. And every time we go down and up, down and up, where we keep thinking, oh, the next ridge, it's going to get flat. It's going to get flat and it's going to get runnable, right? <laughs> It never did. It was, we were <laughs> bouldering basically for six hours over a huge talus that was not stable and extremely dangerous. Like we were not prepared for that, nor were we really capable of that type of terrain. Um, so very sketchy conditions. Um, and then we ended up making it to the notch cabin. And then as soon as we, we looked around, exited, thunderclap. We're like, oh my gosh, we got to get out of here. So then we ran down the entire notch side. So we got a little bit of a run in, um, but it wasn't pleasant. We were very tired, very sore at that point, And um, we were just scared that we were going to get stuck in a thunderstorm, mm -hmm. um, which everyone knows is super dangerous. So um, yeah, that was kind of a quick summary of the day. Mm -hmm. So you brought up a couple things there. Um, your willingness to do and go, right? Yeah. And how that sometimes really leads to some really great rewards. Um, but this situation potentially could have gotten bad, right? So on your next big trip or your next big adventure that someone asks you to go on, um, or one of your students talks to you about their next big trip, what would be some advice? Or what would be some ways that you could prepare a little bit more possibly for those potentials or 
the outcome that you want of always reaping rewards for some of these big yeses that you do? Yeah, I've, I mean, here, obviously, always check the weather and know that, you know, we get afternoon thunderstorms. So prepare for those and, like, plan to be done with your activity at noon or 1. That's just the safest way to do summer activities here, in my opinion. And that's what we, my parents and my, you know, brother and I did growing up. But the past few summers have been crazy with our drought. We haven't really had those, like, afternoon thunderstorms. Thankfully, we're starting to have them again, but, um, but yeah, plan for them, you know, because you never know when you're going to have them and when you're not going to have them, and oftentimes they don't necessarily show up in the forecast. Um, and it's funny that y'all's issue is called journeys because the class that I taught this fall to some juniors was called journeys, and one of our main texts that we looked at was um, John Krakauer's Into the Wild, where he tells the story of Chris McCandless, who, you know, dives into a transcendental lifestyle and fully just, like, sheds materialism and capitalism and goes and lives alone in Alaska. And that's major oversimplification of the book. Um, anyone who has read it would know that. But, um, you know, we talked a lot about the journey that Chris was on and the things that he was searching for. Um, and Krakauer weaves in other adventurers into the story to kind of compare and contrast these other adventurous, you know, transcendentalist people from our present time to Chris. And it was so interesting that often these people are in environments very similar to ours, but they're encountering drought and thunderstorms and crazy weather events, and these are the things that are are often killing them. Mm -hmm. um, and it's unpreparedness at the end of the day. So, you know, no matter how much experience you have, you have to always just not get cocky and not, you know, let, yeah, just you keep the perspective that, like, you don't know what's going to happen out there, you know, and be prepared for what could happen. Like, the worst situation, it sounds a little bit morbid, <coughs> but be prepared for the worst. And, um, yeah, we talked a lot about, like, our, my students' stories. You know, what, has, what have you experienced out in the wilderness? And, um, you know, what stories have you heard about locally when things have gone wrong? And how, how can we do things differently and prepare better so that we don't encounter those situations when, when we go out into the wilderness, into the backcountry? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, well, and I really, what I loved, what, um, would, you know, your piece all came together because you did cut it down for Covered Bridge. Yeah, yeah. And the original is super long. I think it was something like four or 5,000 words, <laughs> yeah. which is wonderful for, you know, a short book or... A thesis. A thesis. Yeah, right. Um, you know, our features were usually right around 1,200 to 1,500, so I tasked Maddie with cutting it down, and she did a wonderful job, and what I was... Um, most impressed with as well was how you wove literature and history into this piece on you know your experience of so being out there being out there that day and then looking into some of the history around Holy Cross and the area <coughs> as well as um, Thoreau, Krakauer, some of these amazing you know amazing writers that have touched on topics like this. And talk to me a little bit about that, talk to us and the, and the audience about that process of creating a piece that wove all of that together. Yeah, so that's one of the things, my concentration in graduate school was creative nonfiction, which 
most people don't really know much about, but it's true, well, there's a website, a publication called Creative Nonfiction, and their definition is true stories well told. Mm -hmm. I love that definition because mm -hmm. it's, it sums it up very succinctly. So mm -hmm. Creative Nonfiction is a true story that's told in a creative way. Um, so it, you know, you weave in, like in my, in my piece, I wove in local history that people might not be aware of. And, you know, it's relevant to my story. So it's not just what happened to me on this day. Um, but I use imagery and I use history and I just synthesize all of these things together to create something that's new and true, um, but different. Mm -hmm. So, um, if you're not familiar with creative nonfiction, please Google it. It's great. <laughs> Um, but with, I've always had this fascination with Gilman and, um, you know, the history of our valley. Mm -hmm. And so when Marissa sent me this trail, I saw that it went to over notch and I was like, oh my gosh, this, you know, this has been on my list of things to do for a long time. Go up on notch, see the view to Gilman from up there and just like kind of absorb what it would be like to make that trek back in, you know, the late 1800s, early 1900s. Like, mm -hmm. that is crazy to me that they were doing this with none of the supplies or the equipment that we have now that make it easy. And, um, and not even, like, the same trails that make it easy. So, um, yeah, I, that was part of the draw to doing this hike in the first place. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like it was a necessity to, to weave all of that in. Mm -hmm. Um, but also it's not, I don't know, like my writing, it's not just about me. It's not interesting if it's only about me, mm -hmm. you know, it's mm -hmm. only interesting if you make it more global and more mm -hmm. tangible to a community, a broader community. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, yeah, you did a phenomenal job. And for those who haven't yet read this article, definitely pick up a summer and fall issue of Covered Bridge Magazine, and you can also read, read the article online. But any closing questions for Maddie, Bobby? No, I think it, it's, uh, it's been great to have you on, but it's, it's super unique how you, know, you go on this really crazy experience and it prompts you to write. And I think that's, that's what's cool about this, is like any experience can be something that allows you to put pen to paper. Mm -hmm. and, and that's really where storytelling starts, right? And I yeah. think that's something you would probably say to your students too. It's like, just write it down, right? And like, just oh, get yes. it out, right? <laughs> yeah, I tell that to my students all the time. Mm -hmm. Put it pen to paper, it doesn't matter if it's good, if it's bad, if it's incomplete sentences, complete sentences, bullet points, just make notes, because you never know when they might come in handy. Mm -hmm. Great, well thank you so much for inspiring us to be prepared when we you know, do big trips, but also, you know, things do happen and they create great stories. So, um, yeah, lessons from the journey, reflections from a humbling day on the Halo Ridge Loop by Maddie Rhodes. It's a feature in Covered Bridge this summer and fall. Thank you so much for being here, Maddie. Yes, Thanks for thank having you, me. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bienvenidos a lo mejor de la semana, yo soy Julio García y te estaré compartiendo los mejores eventos y actividades para disfrutar en familia todo el verano. Comenzamos este lunes 10 de julio de una manera súper relajante ya que Luz Violeta nos está ofreciendo clases gratuitas de meditación en español en la biblioteca de Higo de 7 a 7.45 de la tarde.
este martes 11 de julio el Colorado Snow Sports Museum está ofreciendo un tour sobre la historia de Veol a partir de las 11 de la mañana. Es en inglés, pero aún puede ser una manera divertida de aprender un poquito más sobre la historia de Veol, con un costo de 10 dólares por persona, pero los niños entran gratis. Este miércoles 12 de julio Chasing Rabbits nos estará presentando la película Top Gun Maverick al aire libre en la Plaza del Solaris a partir de las 8 de la noche, con un costo de 10 dólares para rentar tus audífonos y disfrutar de esta increíble película. Y regresamos a las meditaciones este jueves, pero esta vez en la biblioteca de Avon, igual de 7 a 7.45 de la tarde. Y si prefieres la meditación en inglés, pues Luz Violeta también ofrece clases de meditación en inglés los mismos días, en los mismos lugares, pero a las 6 de la tarde, un poquito más temprano para aquellos que prefieran disfrutar de una meditación en inglés. Este viernes 14 de julio, otra película al aire libre aquí en el lago Nottingham de Avon. A partir de las 8.15 de la noche se estará mostrando la película The Parent Trap, completamente gratis. Gratis, traigan sus cobijas, sillas, snacks y que no falten las palomitas para disfrutar de un increíble atardecer y de una película en familia. Y de jueves a sábado se estarán llevando a cabo los Gypsum Days en Gypsum, donde habrá actividades para toda la familia. Específicamente el sábado 15 de julio arrancan las actividades desde las 7 de la mañana hasta las 10 de la noche. Habrá show de autos, desfile, vendedores, comida, área de juegos y un concierto, así que no te puedes perder de este grandioso evento en Gypsum. Y para concluir la semana, este domingo 16 de julio, el Festival de Bell Jazz nos ofrecerá un concierto gratuito en la Plaza del Solaris en Bell de 5 a 7 de la tarde, donde se presentará Gabriel Santiago, un guitarrista brasileño con ritmos increíbles y música espectacular. Y bueno familia, ahí lo tienen. No se pierdan de todas las increíbles actividades que están sucediendo a lo largo y ancho de nuestro valle. Todos los días hay algo que hacer y como siempre yo los veré aquí en la próxima edición. Yo soy Julio García y esto fue... Lo mejor de la semana. Join us in exploring the everyday lives of community members here in the Vale Valley. Hear their inspiring stories of how they came here, their contributions to our community, and why they chose to call this place home. We want you to be one of our neighbors. If you would like to be featured or nominate someone to be featured, please send an email to danielle at tv8vale.com. We look forward to featuring your story right here on TV8. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Good morning, Vale! Welcome back to the TV8 Weather Center. Let's take a look at that weather today. 8 a.m., 61 degrees, a high of 83. Sunny, a beautiful day ahead. So definitely get on out there, soak up that sunshine. 8 a.m., 61 and sunny. Noon, 79 degrees and sunny. 4 p.m., 83 degrees and sunny. And then 8 p.m., dropping off a little bit and 78 degrees and sunny. So cooler temperatures as the day progresses on. Remember your sunscreen. I forgot it the other day, and I was not happy about it. Eagle, 87 degrees. Avon, 85 degrees. Vail, 83 degrees. Super sunny, beautiful days out there. And then Denver, a whopping 96 degrees. 
I love living in the mountains because of that. Low 51 degrees tonight. Open up your windows. Enjoy that beautiful breeze coming in. Winds south to southeast, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Let's take a look at that five-day forecast. Wednesday, sunny, 83 degrees. Thursday, 83 Friday, 84, Saturday, 84, and Sunday, 83 degrees. So gorgeous week to get on out there, soak up that sunshine. Have a beautiful Tuesday and keep it right here for more. Good morning, Vale. Welcome to Vale Vibes. I'm Avisha Scarborough. We are back at the AMP for Bravo Vale, and tonight was opening night for the Philadelphia Orchestra, who performed Beethoven. We're going to talk more about that and about some tips for spending the day up here having a little family-friendly adventure. The Philadelphia Orchestra opened its residency with an all-Beethoven program featuring violinist James Inez. Bravo Vale music director Anne-Marie McDermott says we can expect more must-see performances from the renowned orchestra. One of the highlights of the Philadelphia Orchestra residency is going to be Mozart's Requiem. And I can tell you, and to anybody listening to this, to this interview, this is not to be missed. To hear Mozart's Requiem, this was um, his final work. He didn't finish it. It was finished after his death. It, I mean, I'm getting the chills just even thinking about what this is, what this experience will be like. That performance will be this Friday, July 14th at the AMP. Bravo Vale is also offering performances free of charge. About half of what we do is free to the public. Every Tuesday and Thursday at one o'clock, we present free concerts at the Vale Chapel mm -hmm. and featuring some of the hottest young musicians um, performing today. We have a couple of wonderful string quartets, two young pianists are with us, um, playing lots of concerts. We have a series called The Immersive Experiences. This is an opportunity for audiences who want to take a deeper dive into a certain body of re repertoire. So this season we're doing um, Sergei Prokofiev's nine piano sonatas over two nights. This is epic, epic. The 29th annual Vail Jazz Festival also starts this week. Every Thursday in Vail Square, there will be a headliner series starting off this Thursday with singer and piano virtuoso Tony Desserre. He'll be joined by Drew Zaremba's fabulous big band. Sunday at the Jazz Festival is Brazilian guitar virtuoso Gabriel Santiago. Get your tickets at veiljazz.org. Also this week are some big back-to-back -back acts at the AMP. We're excited. We've really geared up the, the larger national tours. Uh, and so we, we're bringing in bigger names that are touring around the whole country, um, larger acts, bigger tickets, and, uh, and drawing people from all over the country. Uh, that's really the main thing. And, you know, we've got a couple of big shows coming up. Thievery Corporation on July 15th that we're really excited about, followed by Old Crow Medicine Show the next day, and then Camp on the 17th. So, you know, three big shows back to back to back. That's going to be a huge draw. And uh, we hope that people will look at the schedule and come to multiple shows. You know, um, if you're going to enjoy Old Crow on the 16th, you might enjoy Camp on the 17th. And if you're coming to Vail for an evening concert, why not make it a day trip with the family? It's summer break and no better time, in my opinion, to enjoy a scenic gondola, which is exactly what I did with my family. We took Gondola 1 up to Midvale, then hiked over to the Eagle Nest area. Along the route were some epic discovery adventures, including the Paramount Peak Climbing Wall, summertime tubing, 
and the Nature Discovery Center where you can enjoy natural exhibits about local wildlife such as ravens, weasels, lynx, and black bears. And then just past all the Discovery Adventures was the Holy Cross Deck, a beautiful spot to gather for family photos or to simply take in the views. That's it for today, friends. Thank you so much for watching Vale Vibes. I'm Avija Scarborough, and I'll see you next time. It's that time we were talking sun and ski sports product of the week. Now, if you're making your way out to do any water activities, it's important that you have the right protection with you. And especially since our water levels are so high from all of that precipitation that we saw over the course of the winter and now that snow runoff. So right now I've got the Onyx move vent life vest in front of me this vest has some great features to it one of which being soft lightweight foam flotation now if you are looking for this in your kayaks or in your canoes and you want that nice mesh back well then it has that feature making it more comfortable for you to sit anywhere where there's a high back and you need to be nice and safe out there now as you're making your way out into the water there is a built-in whistle so that if you need to be heard you can make yourself heard with this lovely whistle. There's also some nice reflection pieces making it easy for you to be seen as you're out there and especially if you're doing it first thing in the morning or later into the afternoon when you're out there on the rivers or on the lakes. So make sure that you stop by Sun and Ski Sports and you check out all of their great inventory for these nice pieces that are going to keep you safe out there on the waters. Now you can always go to their website at sunandski.com for some more information or for some more fabulous products that'll keep you safe out there on the water. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Hello everyone, I'm Raisa Pascal. And I'm Andrea Jackson. Welcome to Life Love Shopping. Do you have any personal stories you can share? Do I? <laughs> yes, I <laughs> so, do. So even though you work for some good deals, too good to miss on Flash Deals. Now check this out. Studies show spending time outdoors can help with depression, lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness. Hi, it's Julio from TV8 Vale. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vale from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vail Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8vail.com. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. I am very excited to interview John Wayne Smith. He lives amongst wild horses, incredible human being. How are you doing today? I am 
better than I have a right to be. I I like that answer. You are absolutely incredible. I don't know how we're going to squeeze this into a couple of minutes to interview you, but it sounds like you have lived a million lifetimes. You live literally amongst wild horses. And can you kind of tell us a little bit about that? Like where you live, how this happened, how many horses there are, all the good things. Um, I moved to uh, Mesa in southern Colorado okay. um, called Wild Horse Mesa. And after eight years of basically being homeless in the valley, which is an interesting story, but yeah. um, this ad for the property came up and it had wild horses in it. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. And I looked <laughs> at it and everything kind of fell together where within a week I had moved down there. To the Happy Horse, do I say this right? Happy John Horse Roadhouse. John Wayne's Happy Horse Roadhouse Incorporated. It's actually Happy Horse Roadhouse Incorporated is the nonprofit that we've started. Okay. To um, support um, raising awareness for the horses. We're doing a coffee table book. There's a documentary we're working on. There's so much stuff has happened in the last few weeks and months. Um, I'm a little overwhelmed, but <laughs> what has really come about is um, a relationship with these wild horse bands being immersed it, with them in their environment, right. which is a really unique scenario. No one that I know of has really had the opportunity to um, immerse themselves and be with them basically 24-7. And to, I thought I knew horses because I, I managed a ranch in Minturn for a n number of years and was around horses. I met my first wife giving tours in a gold mine with I a donkey gold mine train. <laughs> I so love I've that story. So I've been around these critters for a while. And as a kid, you couldn't get me away from them. I would right. um, escape and go play with the horses when I was uh, at my friends' houses and stuff. So anyway... The horses have become my passion and my life and really my, the saving grace of giving me a purpose of a therapeutic, I have severe PTSD and the horses have been um, fundamental in turning the corner in my healing really in a lot of ways and um, allowing me to let go of a lot of my trauma. It's just... The horses have an energy that is a different cadence, a different pace. Yeah. And when you enter into that rhythm, it slows you down. And, you no and I notice that my breath begins to even out and I'm not holding my breath. All my tension, all my stress just dissipates. And to have a baby horse sleep in your lap <laughs> on the ground with mama standing behind me with her hooves right here and her muzzle on my head. <sighs> and we go into dream state all together their eyes go half-closed, our breathing synchronizes, and we go into shared dream space. I don't know how else to talk about it. I have dreamt with the horses and gone on journeys through the sky with flying horses. That's all I can tell you. I love, I, sorry to interrupt, but I love that. Obviously, I love that so much. And I love that you said earlier, all of us have a connection with horses yes. and that people are always drawn. We have, we're talking off camera. At an early age, you, you, most people are like, oh, I want a baby horse. I want a horse. Why is that? Because of that presence, mm -hmm. because of that calmness. And you get to actually live with them. Yes. That's I have really... horses that come and knock on my door. <laughs> and they come in the barn. I've had horses come in. And um, I had an old red quarter horse named um, Cheyenne who has passed she, um, this last winter. But she would come in, and I would let her come in the barn because she was harassed by the other horses. Oh. And 
you know, I have a relationship. Every horse has a unique personality. That's what Every I was just horse about is this. different. They have their own triggers. They're, they are all, they all suffer with PTSD as well. Right. Um, as prey animals, they're hypervigilant um, and they stand watch. <laughs> it's funny, I, I take the watch for the stallions. The stallions and the lead mares keep the watch while the other horses rest. And I've developed a relationship with one of the stallions where I can actually talk him all the way to the ground by holding his muzzle in my hand and baby talking him. Then I get on him and I can roll him all the way over and baby talk him into this total relaxed state. And then he goes into REM, into rapid eye movement and dream state. His eyes flutter, his lips move, and his feet do that just like a dog. If you've Uh, ever seen a dog move. And he'll he'll stay in that REM state and in that um, deep sleep state until I get off of him. But that's, he loves it because it gives him a chance to really get that rest, that deep rest that he, he needs. And I've got the watch. And that's what I tell him. I talk to him and tell him exactly what I'm doing. That energy, whether the words mean anything, the energy is the transferred, flow. they get it, and, and they will get whispered. <laughs> that's honestly what I was just thinking is why do you think it is that the horses do trust you so much? And I believe so much like you're saying, they're just like people. I do believe that they understand. And whether they understand the verbiage, you're right, but they feel your energy. Yes. Do you think that's the reason they trust you is because you've gone into their space and learned to live with them, not have them live with you almost? Yes. I define love. And love is, you know, what's love got to do with it? Everything. A <laughs> hundred. And what, what, how I define love is identification with another to the point of self-forgetting. And that that. place of self-forgetting is where we have the therapeutic um, benefit because it lets us drop all of the noise and the stress and the anxiety of having to figure out what to do with ourselves Mm -hmm. because we're figuring out what to do for somebody else. What a different concept. And that is the the crux of the healing modality of horse therapy. Do you feel like this life found you? Oh, yes, totally. Well, I have this other idea that, you know, I don't think any of us came in here without giving some consent to be born. Right. Because otherwise, it would be unjust. I didn't agree to this. You know, I didn't want to do this. (laughs) You know, I just landed here. You know, what the heck? But I think at some level, for me to come to terms with the things that I've had to go through right. and to, you know, come to peace with God and myself and the world, I had to find a way that made sense to me. I couldn't pretend anymore. I had to come to terms with the real issues of um, fairness, justice. It's a huge thing. Justice right. and fairness. And I've always been for the underdogs and I hate injustice. And that's the way I could reconcile that, what I felt was injustice and unfairness and why me God right why did this happen it's like to because me because you agreed and you are the one that was prepared to fill this role mm-hmm. to be of service to others and to operate in this collective mindset not the individual mindset we're all in this together what a beautiful sorry you're amazing I just have to stop you there what a beautiful thing because that's truth and to live in that moment in that vibe is truly the way to live I it love is. that it's you the said only that. way to live I right. mean because I mean I lived the other way I was violent, aggressive, out of control, um, operating in fear. Right. A fear-based life will always leave you alone. A hundred percent. In your own dungeon of self-protection. It's truth. And, and I was dying. I couldn't do it that way. I had to come out of that or I was going to die. And you feel like the horses truly saved you. They gave me that place to go um, 
of acceptance. The horses accept you no matter what. Right. If you're full of fear, they're going to look at you funny. But if you come and you let them whisper you, then you will find peace. Well, John, I could talk to you for about an hour and a half longer. Really quickly, if people want to come and visit you Mm -hmm. at the horse farm, is that something that you allowed to do, and where can they go? By appointment, because um, there are a lot, you can imagine it's, um, well, it's a dangerous environment for me, and I have to deal with that. But um, you can contact me um, through Facebook. Okay. And that's probably the best way right now. Through Facebook, And you can catch up on, you can really get the whole story there. And get the whole vibe. I post every day, I write a lot, and I I use it as a journaling place and a way to pay it forward for people to get a positive, uh, we have enough negative in the world. A hundred percent. I want to put something positive out there, something healing, something hopeful. John Wayne Smith, my new best friend. I really adore you. You know I'm going to come and visit yeah, you. Better. That is awesome. And we can't wait to see your coffee book. Uh, coffee table book and then a table. documentary in a year. And the documentary really parallels the plight of the horses and the plight of the homeless. You know, the marginalized, the disenfranchised. And the wild horses have a tough, tough go of it right That's... now. And I'm really for creating a, a sanctuary for them ultimately is what I, my goal is down there. Well, thank you for helping make this world a better place. And I can't wait to come see you. I'm thank sure... you so much for letting me come on and share the vision. Thank you. And we will see more of you, I'm sure of it. And keep it right here for more Good Morning Vale. Good Morning Vale. Join us on the Leadville Railroad. This fun-filled train ride takes you and your family on an unforgettable trip through the heart of the Rockies for a half-day trip of adventure, relaxation, and sightseeing. Enjoy the spectacular Colorado scenery. Even meet the engineer. Book your adventure on the Leadville Railroad today at leadvillerailroad.com. Join us in exploring the everyday lives of community members here in the Vale Valley. Hear their inspiring stories of how they came here, their contributions to our community, and why they chose to call this place home. We want you to be one of our neighbors. If you would like to be featured or nominate someone to be featured, please send an email to danielle at tv8vale.com. We look forward to featuring your story right here on TV8. When you're in Vale, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vale Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card.
Welcome back to the TV8 Weather Center. The Yes, I'm so excited. It's Tuesday. It's sunny. Let's take a look at the weather. 8 a.m., 61 degrees, a high of 83 degrees and sunny. Beautiful day out there. 8 a.m., 61, noon, 79 and sunny. 4 p.m., 83 and 8 p.m., 78 degrees and sunny. So beautiful day out there. Just soak up that sunshine. Remember your sunscreen and drink lots of fluids, lots of water. Eagle, 87, Avon, 85, Vail, 83, and Denver, a whopping 96 degrees so really warm temperatures beautiful summer days ahead tonight a low of 51 degrees clear at night sunset 836 winds south to southeast 5 to 10 miles per hour so Great night to open those windows, get some of that fresh air coming in and enjoy that breeze. Wednesday, 83, Thursday, 83, Friday, 84, and Saturday, 84 degrees, Sunday, 83 degrees. So gorgeous week ahead to get on out there, soak up that sunshine, and keep it right here for more Good Morning Vale. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. If you love the outdoor lifestyle, make sure you tune in every day at 7 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail, Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno, Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoreboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. People think of world-class destinations, they're drawn to a place that provides opportunities for fine dining, shopping, superior lodging, exciting events, and unparalleled outdoor activities. Park City, Utah, and Vail, Colorado are renowned destinations for travelers and extraordinary homes for residents. Feature your exceptional products and services in these two luxury communities. Advertise with Park City Television and TV8 Vail. Contact us today. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. 
free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. I don't know about you, but Tracy always makes me hungry. I've actually learned a little bit how to cook better from Tracy. Let's check it. Let's check out her mushroom frittatas. Good morning, Okay, happy days for me because I am in the TV8 kitchen. A good morning to you. I'm Tracy Miller with Colorful Cooking. That's my catering business. And my mission with Colorful Cooking is to add fruits and vegetables to everything and eat healthy. So we were talking about getting vitamin D. They say get outside in the sun at least 15 minutes a day and get that vitamin D. It helps with your mood. It helps with your health. And it's just fun to get outside. You can also get vitamin D from mushrooms. And today, what we are going to be cooking is a mushroom and mozzarella frittata and some breakfast potatoes. Really easy stuff. I tried to keep it so we only have just a few ingredients and make it really easy on everyone. But first of all, I have to thank Danielle, our manager here, the general manager at TV8, because she asked me what I needed in the kitchen and I said, I needed a really nice cutting board and look at what she delivered. It's so nice. First of all, it's a bamboo cutting board and I wanted uh, to show you this because safety in the kitchen is of paramount importance and this little red thing right here that might look like nothing but it's super duper important because look my cutting board isn't going to wiggle around it's not moving around at all and when you're cooking and when you're chopping with a really sharp knife you don't want anything wiggling around you want to have a real secure area so if you're looking for a great cutting board Personally, I love the wood cutting boards, the bamboo cutting boards, and if you can find something like this, Wow, really makes my day. It's the small things in life, folks. If not, if you have your own cutting board and it starts moving around while you're cutting and you're kind of like chasing it all over the place, then put a wet paper towel underneath it and that will secure it. Okay, so today we've got some mushrooms. I have baby Bella mushrooms. So the baby Bellas are just the smaller portobello mushrooms and they're actually if, if you uh, like button mushrooms better they're all kind of related the button mushrooms are the babies if they grow longer they become the baby bella mushrooms if they grow longer they become the portobello mushrooms so they're all related they have tons of vitamin d and they also have a lot of zinc and zinc is really has been on everybody's radar since COVID because zinc helps improve your immune system and it keeps you strong and it keeps you healthy. So if you're one of those folks that's like, I've been popping zinc pills since COVID and I feel great, awesome, good for you. Now add a few mushrooms to your diet as well. So when you're making a frittata, and a frittata is just really like baked eggs, but you start it off in a pan. So you're going to need a pan that you can move to the oven. So we started off on, on the stovetop over medium heat. I have coated the whole entire bottom of my cast iron pan with olive oil. Now I'm an olive oil gal, I prefer it over butter. I like butter on my toast and butter is like a finisher. But when I'm cooking, I always use olive oil. It's healthy for you. And uh, then you just have one oil hanging around. So what we're gonna do now is this is medium heat. 
I put my olive oil in the pan after it got warm. And now I'm just gonna kinda lay the mushrooms down. What you wanna do is put your mushrooms down and make sure they all have a nice flat surface. Now this is gonna cook up, mushrooms cook up really nicely actually, and it's really hard to overcook them too. So if you're making this frittata in the morning and you're like running around, you're fixing your hair, you're tending to the children, you're drinking too much coffee, you're talking on the phone, whatever you're doing, you can really just kind of let these just sit here and start to get cooked. All right, so they're gonna have olive oil on, all, on one side of everything. And whenever you're cooking anything, you kind of want to make it so that it's spread out so every piece of the meat gets some heat. Same thing as if you're baking something and putting it on a baking sheet. You want to spread it all out. Don't put a big clump on there and then pop it in the oven because it's not going to cook evenly. Spread everything out. Give it all some space. Let the oil, let the heat kind of go around every little piece of what you have. So we're going to get these mushrooms cooking. I'm going to let them cook in the olive oil without touching them. Don't be an over stirrer. I'm going to let them cook without touching them for about one to two minutes. And meanwhile, we are going to get our potatoes going. So I decided on the cast iron pan here because I can put that in the oven as well as on the stove top. You can also do that with an all clad pan, but this one we're going to use actually for our potatoes. So the key to making breakfast potatoes is to boil the potatoes before you cook them. So, ooh, wah, ah, it's not really hot. I cooled them down actually, I'm just joking with you. So what I did is I boiled these new potatoes beforehand and then I've cooled them down. So this makes the potatoes nice and creamy and what we're gonna do is we're gonna chop them up and we're gonna cook them on the stove top. This also reduces the cook time because sometimes potatoes, when you cook them from raw, in your pan, they take quite a long time. So once again, I am going to put a little olive oil in my pan, let this bugger heat up. We have a while to cook these, so I'm just gonna put them on a low temperature and I'm just gonna chop them up and kinda like big chunks too because we've got a lot of people in the studio today and they wanna eat these potatoes and we've got the fingerling potatoes so some of them are little, some of them are big, some of them are purple, which look at that beautiful color. Isn't that so pretty? Gosh, I love those purple ones. And then the white ones. You can buy these at the grocery store. Um, they come in little bags. They're just called fingerling potatoes and that means that they're young potatoes. And right now with the spring happening, all of our fruits and veggies are looking so good in the grocery store. It's a totally different place than it was like two months ago. So make sure you get your nice fresh fruits and veggies and the young ones as well because they're just gonna be a little more tender. So we're gonna put these guys in our pan over a low heat because we have a little time because we will be finishing this up next hour. So I'm just gonna make sure I get these in here over the low heat with some olive oil. Flatten it out like I was telling you before. Just make sure everything is getting its own space, its own personal boundaries in our frying pan. And then we're just gonna put a little salt and pepper on it. Okay, I just make a salt and pepper mixture. Look at these mushrooms. See already, just in the few minutes I've been talking, they're already getting nice and cooked. So I'm gonna stir them around so we can flip them over. They smell good too. They also have potassium. You know, mushrooms have been medicinal for 
many, many years, thousands and thousands of years. The Chinese use them all the time. A lot of people use uh, the mushroom powder in their smoothies just to get some of the antioxidants and minerals and vitamins that mushrooms hold. I just love them really anyway. My favorite way is actually cooked. Okay, so now we're gonna move over to the eggs. Let's see, we've got the potatoes cooking over low, fingerling potatoes, so they're nice and young. And then we are going to, um, we're gonna kind of scramble up about six eggs. And this will probably feed four people or so. I like to keep it at one to two eggs per person, just depending on what age your people are. So me, I like one egg a day. So I have three in here already. I'm gonna crack three more. I'd love to tell you that I can crack it with one hand and I used to practice all the time, but I wasted so many eggs and since eggs are so expensive now, I can't do it. I'm just gonna crack them with two hands because that's how it works. Okay, so then we have those six eggs in here. We're gonna whisk them up really nicely. Eggs are so healthy for you. Do not be afraid to eat eggs. The yolk, it has so many minerals and vitamins. It's actually considered one of the healthiest foods in the world. So always, I just love getting, having some eggs for breakfast in the morning. Okay, so here we go. Now this is the start of our frittata. We have our mushrooms all over like this. A lot of olive oil on the pan. I'm gonna turn it down really to low right now. What you need a lot of olive oil for is because you don't want your frittata to stick to the bottom. This is like the, the hardest part of the frittata. And so we're gonna put the eggs all around it. Make sure there's nice coverage everywhere. All right, things are quieting down a little bit. We have our eggs in here. We're gonna kind of slow cook the eggs and we're not gonna touch them. What we want to happen now is for the eggs to cook from the bottom and then once they continue cooking and it feels like they're ready to go, which what I mean by that is that they are cooked all the way on the bottom and we will check that by kind of wiggling around the middle. Then we're gonna pop it into the oven under broil and we're gonna cook the top of the egg and that is how you make a frittata. So we've got the mushrooms in there. I'm gonna put a little more salt and pepper on top. Season everything as you go. So every time you add a new ingredient, we're gonna season it and we're just gonna let this slow cook for just a little while while the bottom gets completely cooked. So once again, I have my mushroom frittata in my cast iron pan, we are gonna to try to cook it slowly on the bottom with six eggs. And then when we return, we will be cooking the top of it and we'll be adding some cheese to the top as well. Right now, my, my potatoes are on low. I don't hear anything going on with the potatoes, so I'm gonna turn them up just a little bit because they are nice when they get a little crispy. And once again, we have parboiled the potatoes. And what that means is we cook the potatoes before we cut them up and put them in here to make the breakfast potatoes. And anytime you're cooking potatoes, these fingerling potatoes, if you cook them in water before you sear them up or before you roast them in the oven, they're gonna have that creamy texture in the middle and then they're gonna get kind of that, that uh, crunchy texture on the outside. And now if you can see this, it's starting to kind of heat up and boil a little bit. I'll move those around so the oil gets underneath everything. And our frittata is slow cooking, but still has a little ways to go. So we're just gonna let that slow cook for a little while longer. 
We are going to take a quick break. When we return, we have more Good Morning Vale, and we're going to finish up our breakfast here in just a few minutes. So keep it right here on Good Morning Vale, and thanks for joining us on this St. Patty's Day. Good Morning Vale. Hello, everyone. Now is the time to refresh your floors. I'm Mandy Benedict. I'd love to invite you into our showroom to explore our 12,000 square foot showroom where you can view all different floors installed, see what it looks like in a larger space. One of our uh, greatest growing products is waterproof wood flooring, which for our environment with kids and dogs and ski boot and our mountain lifestyle, this is a great flooring option. I brought one of the planks with me today. They're nice, long, wide planks. They're embossed on grain, so they look beautiful, but they perform really well in our mountain lifestyle. We have all employee installers. They've been working for over a decade with us, and we have a lifetime installation warranty. So not only do we make sure that the client gets what they want, we know what this climate needs. We have beautiful reclaimed floors, herringbone, really anything that you're looking for to update your home or your business. We have it at Rugs Benedict. We provide free estimates. So come in and visit us in the store. We'd love to see you. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now, it, we are heading into the height of summer where it's hot, it's dry. I've got Claire Noble with Eagle County here to talk about how you can be prepared. So, Claire, good to see you. Good morning, Kim. We were just talking about how toasty it has been lately. And people may have noticed over the course of, let's say, the last two weeks, we had a lot of red flag warnings. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of wanted to give that a little bit of context. You know, why do we have these? Who's the one who sets them? And this comes to us from the National Weather Service. They're the ones who set the red flag warning. And it's based on a number of factors, not just temperature. It's temperature, but it's also super low humidity, which we tend to have here in the mountains. 
elevation is a factor, and so is wind. I don't think I realize that we, it's pretty breezy here in the summer mm -hmm. pretty much all the time. So you combine those things, and you have more dangerous, like what they call fire weather conditions. And so in the, in the event that all of those conditions are met, the National Weather Service will issue a red flag warning. And we've had a bunch the last two weeks. You know the last time we had one was 2021. We didn't have any. Eagle County didn't have any in 2022. I would have remembered because I'm one of the people who updates the map on ecemergency.org that shows you where fire restrictions are. Because when there's a red flag warning, Eagle County, not everywhere, but Eagle County, unincorporated Eagle County, will go to the next higher level of fire restrictions. Mm -hmm. So right now we have no fire restrictions. But if we were to get a red flag warning today, we'd go into stage one fire restrictions. And again, you can find what those are on ecemergency.org. But it's things like um, no personal fireworks, um, no shooting incendiary rounds outside, and things like that. It's really pretty common sense. But if you're looking for specifics, if you've got something you want to do outside that might involve a flame, check those fire restrictions on ecemergency.org. Something like welding, if you if that's a professional that's, or that a is, hobby. That is definitely on the list. Thank <laughs> you for is. pointing that out. It is definitely on the list. And so, you know, why, why this summer and not last summer? And a lot of it has to do with the monsoonal flow. Mm -hmm. Honestly, when I heard monsoon, when I first moved to the Southwest, I'm like, isn't that in India? You know, like I didn't like associate it with the American Southwest. And what happens is we get this weather pattern usually about this time of year, mm -hmm. as you can probably tell, yep. it's a bit late. It is. Um, nor sort of northeast of us, we'll get a high pressure system and those spin clockwise. And then kind of southwest of us, we'll get a low pressure system and those spin counterclockwise. And with those, with that hap when that happens, it draws up moisture from the Gulf of mm -hmm. California. And that's where we get these afternoon thunderstorms. Technically, the season starts in, in mid-June, June 15th, and runs through the middle of September. As you can probably tell, we really haven't had much rain in the last few weeks, and the National Weather Service has said our monsoon will probably not kick in until the latter part of July. So we've got a few more weeks of kind of hot, dry, and perhaps windy conditions. So I think people can expect some more red flag warnings. Absolutely. And it's so important to be prepared and, and to be aware of your surroundings. So tell us a little bit more how we can do that. That's a great point. And I, that's why I brought my show and tell items. <laughs> we love show and tell here. Because... Um, we're not like hopeless, helpless victims, right? We, there are things we can do to get prepared. And one of the things that we recommend people do is they have a go bag ready to go. And to figure out what should go in that, a great resource, ecemergency.org, but also ready.gov. And it'll tell you things like you should have a gallon of water per person per day. Mm -hmm. You should have a first aid kit. If you have pets, you should pack some pet food for them. For humans, some snacks, mm -hmm. especially if you have kids. Um, a radio, a first aid kit. Those are the kinds of things you want to put into a go bag. Um, the other thing that we really recommend people do is they sign up for EC Alerts. 
If you sign up for EC Alerts, you'll get alerted when there are road closures, when there are red flag warnings, any kind of issue like that, you'll get alerted. Now, we in Eagle County have been really fortunate so far this summer, but just next door, just west of us, mm-hmm. in the vicinity of Rifle and Parachute, we've got the Spring Creek fire that's mm-hmm. burning. Now, they've got, when I checked yesterday, it looked like they had close to 40% containment, a little over 3,000 acres burned, but you know that hits kind of close to home to have a fire that, you know, that's that close to us. Mm -hmm. If it can happen there, it can happen here as well. Now, when fires don't happen here, we can still get the smoke. So that's why I brought my (laughs) do-it-yourself homemade fan. You can go out, Kim, and spend hundreds of dollars on an air purifier, and they will work great. Mm -hmm. And eventually you'll have to replace the filter, and it'll be another pretty big chunk of change. Or you can put this together. (laughs) And these, despite inflation, have not gone up. They're like $23.97 at Walmart right now. They've been handling for decades. You probably have one in your garage. (laughs) What you can do is take this and get one of these. This is like a, a furnace filter. But what you want to do is get the highest rated one. Okay. You can find lower rated ones that just, you know, maybe filter out pet dander. But if you go up to the highest rated one, you're going to be able to filter out some smoke. Great. And they've done testing with these, and these really do stack up really well against the top rated air purifiers. And the box fan, like I said, will put you back about twenty three ninety seven. These filters are somewhere in the vicinity of twenty to twenty five dollars as well. You can attach it either side. You can attach it with duct tape, bungee cords, zip ties. Um, and the recommendation is you set this in the middle of the room. You don't put it in a window. We've already talked yeah. about the lack mm-hmm. of air conditioning <laughs> up here. <laughs> you set this in the middle of the room in order to filter the air. So that's in the event that you know we get smoke in our valley that may come from somewhere else. I mean, mm-hmm. most people in the United States remember a few weeks ago when the East Coast was just inundated with smoke from Canadian fires that had traveled tremendously long distances. And the danger there is these are incredibly small particles, which your lungs are not designed to filter out. Absolutely. I love that you brought a DIY <laughs> project. It's a great thing for, for you to just be prepared and to not um, not be overwhelmed with the air dander and, and the quality of it. So where can we go to find out about air quality? Tell us a little more around that. Fire dot airnow.gov is an amazing site. You can see the entire North America and United States and Canada, and it'll show you readings from air filter sites or air quality sites, and you'll see where there's green. Right now, we're in the green. You'll see yellow. Then you'll start seeing red in areas that are getting wildfire smoke. In Canada, there are still a lot of fires burning right Mm -hmm. now. And so you'll see a degradation of the air quality up there as well. But um, it's a wonderful site. NOAA also has some great sites that show smoke aloft. Mm -hmm. So that's um, the NOAA site. So a lot of things out there to let you know what to expect. Or if you walk outside and it looks a little smoky, you can go to one of these sites. <laughs> Probably to a good out indicator. Why. <laughs> yeah. If you're curious, why is it smoking today? Ah, it's the fire from you know um, 
Oregon. Last summer, we had a lot of smoke here from fires in Oregon and Northern California. We really did. Yeah. And you know, another great option and resource is all just checking your phone. The temperatures show that. You yes. can see air quality on your phone as well. Yeah, I have the weather.com app. Um, gotta say, it didn't really predict all the rain we got just a month or so ago. I was like, it would be raining and my apps didn't say anything. But it does have the AQI, the air quality index. Mm-hmm. We're usually in the 30s, which is the solidly good range. Sometimes we're much lower. Sometimes we bump up into the 40s. Um, it's Once we get into the 50s, you hit the moderate range. If you're somebody with compromised lung function, that's when you want to be very mindful of what Absolutely. that AQI is. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, we have a couple of other items on the couch. <laughs> Tell me what this is and, and what, what we have here. These are little first aid kits in Dayglow Orange. You can throw these in your purse. You can throw them in your backpack. And if you want one of these, come find us at National Night Out. That's going to happen on August 1st, Tuesday night. And it's going to happen at locations throughout our valley, also over in the Roaring Fork Valley. And we'll be passing these out. There'll be a lot of other swag there. There'll be fire engines, firefighters, law enforcement, paramedics. It's a really great time to come and meet the first responders in our community. Amazing. So National Night Out, August 1st. Yes. It's hard to believe that's just about two weeks away. It is just a few <laughs> weeks away, yes. So definitely plan to, to yeah. go to National Night Out, grab these cute little first aid kits, and yeah. day glow orange. <laughs> Love the color. <laughs> Wonderful. You. So Claire, where can we go for more information? Just one more time so we can be prepared for ecemergency.org. We also have social media sites. You can follow Eagle County PIO on Facebook or the Sheriff's Office on Facebook. And you'll get a lot of really up-to-the-minute information from both of those social media feeds. Wonderful. Well, Clary, you are a wealth of knowledge, and we always love having you here on Good Morning Vale. So thank you for joining us and sharing how we can be prepared for fire readiness. Thank you so much, Kim. Absolutely. Now, stay tuned. We have a lot more here on Good Morning Vale for the second half of our show. We'll be right back after this break. Good Morning It's that time where we're talking Sun and Ski Sports Product of the Week. Now, if you're making your way out to do any water activities, it's important that you have the right protection with you, and especially since our water levels are so high from all of that precipitation that we saw over the course of the winter and now that snow runoff. So right now, I've got the Onyx Move Vent Life Vest in front of me. This vest has some great features to it, one of which being soft, lightweight foam flotation. Now, if you are looking for this in your kayaks or in your canoes and you want that nice mesh back, well, then it has that feature, making it more comfortable for you to sit anywhere where there's a high back and you need to be nice and safe out there. Now, as you're making your way out into the water, there is a built-in whistle so that if you need to be heard, you can make yourself heard with this lovely whistle. There's also some nice reflection pieces making it easy for you to be seen as you're out there and especially if you're doing it first thing in the morning or later into the afternoon when you're out there on the rivers or on the lakes. So make sure that you stop by Sun and Ski Sports and you check out all of their great inventory for these nice pieces that are going to keep you safe out there on the waters. Now you can always go to their website at sunandski.com for some more information or for some more fabulous products that'll keep you safe out there on the water.
Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Eyepieces of Vail has been a fixture in the Vail community for over 30 years. From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision. Time to rise and shine? There's no better way to start your day off than with the Good Morning Vale crew. You asked for more and TV8 delivered. Good Morning Vale is here for you with your local news, sports, weather, and community events every morning from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. No matter the season, we give you a reason to watch. So grab your coffee and join the fun. Live stream us at TV8Vale.com or on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92. And remember, there's more for you on 92. Let's take a look at this beautiful Tuesday. We have 8 a.m., 61 degrees, a high of 83 degrees, and sunny across the board. So beautiful day out there. 8 a.m., 61 degrees, and sunny noon, 79, 4 p.m., 83, topping off at 83 degrees and sunny, and 8 p.m., 78 and sunny. So getting a little bit cooler later on, but still warm temperatures out there. Have some fun in that sunshine. I'm loving this summer. Hopefully you are too. Eagle, 87 degrees. Avon, 85 degrees. Vail, 83. And Denver, a whopping 96 degrees. Oh my goodness. I do not. Yeah, I'm happy I live in the mountains. <laughs> Tonight, a low of 51 degrees. Clear night. Sunset at 836. Loving the later night sun or later time sunsets. It's just beautiful to get on out there. Watch some live music. Have some fun. Wednesday, 83 degrees. Thursday, 83 sunny all across the board friday 84 and saturday 84 degrees and then sunday 83 degrees so gorgeous week ahead i am stoked to get out on that summertime sunshine keep it right here for some home improvement tips Welcome back to the show. Now, we've got a lot of great things taking place, but right now, if you are looking to improve your home for the summer season, well, then we've got home improvement expert Tom joining me. Tom, thank you so much for being here. Hey, it's my pleasure. Now, you've got a lot of great things in front of you, yep. and we're going to talk about a lot of things that you can do to your home this summer, especially as we're seeing some kind of wild weather, some warmer temperatures, and just some little tips and tricks to save some money. So let's talk about how people can start to save energy as those temperatures start to rise with maybe controlling their AC unit a little bit better. Yeah, that's a good That's a good question. You know, I'll tell you what, if you want to do one improvement that not only saves on the cost of cooling or heating, 
but also keeps your home comfortable all year long. Insulation needs to be that improvement. But you need to select the right insulation for the job. Now, Owens Corning makes a product called Thermofiber Fire and Soundguard Plus, and it's a mineral wool product. It's made from natural ingredients, and it provides insulation with some enhanced, unusual benefits. First of all, it's fire resistant. And I use this in my house to insulate the first floor of my house. I love that it was fire resistant. I have a 130-year-old house. If you wanted to do insulation around the shower wall, that would be a good thing to do because it's moisture resistant. Or maybe you have a home office, you want to keep it quiet. Well, it's sound resistant as well. And even in my old house, I was able to fit all this insulation around the pipes and the wires and everything you know, that's typically in the way and really build a layer of efficiency. Another improvement is to take a look at your windows. Now, all windows are certainly not created equal. And Pella has the 250 series window, which is a very energy efficient window that will keep you cool in the summer and warm in the winter. And they're all about innovative solutions at Pella. And if you replace your old single pane windows with uh, new Pella windows that are Energy Star certified, you're going to find that you can save between $100 and $600 a year on those energy costs. They're available in double pane. Also, in your area of the country, which is very harsh in the winters, triple pane you should consider. Those are the most energy efficient windows possible and really make a big difference in how much you're going to be paying on heating expenses next winter. You can actually recoup 70% or more of the replacement costs when you sell the home. They also have need, need, uh, quality, need benefits like they have something called hidden screen. Hidden screen appears when you want it. You close the window, it disappears. So you always see right through the glass. You don't have the screen, you know, blocking out the light. You keep the bugs out. You don't have to replace the screens or take them out to storm in the off season because the screens just disappear into the window. That only adds about $50 to the cost of the window. Which these are all great tips and tricks, and especially as we're starting to see kind of the shift in weather right now. Yeah. Now, something else that we want to talk about is how we can protect our homes through this weather, because we've seen kind of a weird storm front over the couple yep. weeks that we had prior, and now we've got all these weird little systems continuing to move in. So how can we protect our homes during this wild weather? Well, you know, if you want to protect your home against Mother Nature, you know, asphalt is the most common roof shingle out there, but it can be weak, especially when you have high winds and things like that. Metal roofs are really the exception. These are very strong roofs that can withstand hurricane or tornado force winds, hail, ice. I know you have a lot of snow. And they also have the highest fire rating against ignition. And they come in, in many, many styles and colors. So if you want it to look like cedar shake, you got that. If you want it to look like traditional asphalt, you got that. Slate. You want it to look like copper? Or take a look at this one. This is terracotta tile style, like the old clay roofs that you see, the Mediterranean style roof. It's a very heavy piece of metal and does a great job of protecting your home. And they have coatings that reflect the sunlight back out. And in doing so, it keeps it cool in the summer and lowers your air conditioning bills. Plus, my favorite thing to say about metal roofs is they last three times longer than asphalt, so you're not going to be replacing them very, very often. Which I think is really important, and especially when you live in those climates where we do see some harsh weather and maybe quite a bit of snow build up on them. That's right. That's, it's absolutely right. You know, and let's just talk a little bit about indoor air quality because in the winter when we seal up our homes and in the summer as well, it becomes more of a concern. And as a guy who spent 20 years as a home inspector, I always think about carbon monoxide. And I don't think enough people have carbon monoxide alarms inside their house. That's important. Number one cause of carbon monoxide deaths is when we have power failures and people fire up portable generators and they, they run them in an open garage thinking that they're doing the right thing. But that carbon monoxide finds its way into the house. So get a combination photo 
electric smoke and carbon monoxide alarm. The one I have with me today is by First Alert. It has a 10-year battery, so you get complete protection. 10-year alarms eliminate the need for battery replacement. It eliminates the need, uh, the low battery chirps that kind of annoy you. You ought to have one on every single level of your home. Test it regularly. Replace it once a decade. <laughs> and also, while you're thinking about it, add a fire extinguisher on every level of the home. So you can find these as well at Lowe'sandLowe's.com. of that smoke, like you said, coming through. And so it's really important that everyone is staying nice and safe and taking care of their air quality is so important. And especially as they're running so many different machines through their house, whether it's their air conditioner, whether it's the heater, no matter what. So thank you so much for all of this great information. Oh, it's my pleasure. And if you want to learn more, you can go to moneypit.com. And if you've got a home improvement question, we're happy to take them on the Money Pit podcast. Oh, well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us, giving us all this great information and for helping us improve our homes. You got it. Make sure that you check out all this wonderful information and that you're taking great care of your house. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we've got more on the show, so stay tuned. Hey, this is Cece from Good Day Vale, and I suggest that you stay tuned for our episode today. You are going to be overwhelmed with our house concert episode. So join us on Good Day Vale. Compositions. I, I compose in a neoclassical style, so I'm just very much in the Western classical tradition of music that came from Europe. Um, and then I, that's, that's what I was trained to play, so I play a lot of that music, but I also like to play a lot of the work of living composers. So at the concert on Sunday, I was playing some work by Carla Bley, who's a jazz pianist. Um, I played a piece by Arturo Marquez, who's a, a Mexican still living composer. Um, and I, I do like to emphasize living composers. And, but the general theme is just, I pick music that I love, and then I pick a selection of pieces that fits well together. Ones that flow nicely from one to the next, and there's a certain amount of contrast, and nobody gets bored. Here at Sun and Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun and Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. Marisa Pascal. And I'm Andrea Jackson. Welcome to Life Love Shopping. Do you have any personal stories you can share? Do I? <laughs> yes, I so, do. so even though you work for some good deals, too good to miss on flash deals. Now check this out. Studies show spending time outdoors can help with depression, lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness. Join us on the Leadville Railroad. 
This fun-filled train ride takes you and your family on an unforgettable trip through the heart of the Rockies for a half-day trip of adventure, relaxation, and sightseeing. Enjoy the spectacular Colorado scenery. Even meet the engineer. Book your adventure on the Leadville Railroad today at leadvillerailroad.com. And we are back here on Good Morning Vale. In case you missed it, Colorful Cooking with Tracy Miller started the mushroom frittata. And I don't know about you, but that sounds wonderful. I might have to try some for after the show for breakfast. So let's have a look at the finishing of the recipe. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Here we are back in the kitchen with our healthy breakfast. We are making a mushroom and cheese frittata and some breakfast potatoes. So the breakfast potatoes, I, I cranked them up a little bit. I'm actually going to add just a little more olive oil to those right now uh, just to give them some more flavor and keep them kind of cooking uh, at a nice rate because they're starting to get that nice crispy on the outside a tiny bit more salt and pepper but really right now what we're going to focus on is our frittata mushrooms in there we're talking mushrooms are so healthy they're super low in calorie and what happens when you make a frittata is you cook the bottom on the stove and then you cook the top in the oven under the broiler so this is what makes, this is like the only difficult part about making a frittata is making sure that it's going to come off of the pan. So when you put it into the, uh, into this oven, you want to make sure like, look, see how it's kind of, it's, it, it has some give from the pan. So when we finish the top, I'm going to flip it over on here. And that's the kind of the point where you're like, please come out all together. That's why we coated it nicely in olive oil. So right now I have the broiler on high. I have some mozzarella cheese. And I'm gonna say, we're eating potatoes that are low in fat. We have uh, mushrooms that are low in fat. So we're gonna be adding a little fat to this, buddy. And I like to put the cheese on top when I'm putting it into the broiler because it kind of crisps it up a little bit and it gives it a really nice texture. Mozzarella is a good melty cheese, of course. So we're just gonna use about a cup of mozzarella. We have six eggs and probably a cup of mushrooms. And we are gonna pop this right into the broiler right now. So I'm gonna go to the oven. I'm gonna open it up. It's hot, it's getting hot in the kitchen. I have the cast iron pan so it can go from the stovetop all the way to the oven. We're gonna put it right here in the oven under the broiler. We're gonna do that for not very long, like a minute or so. And then we are gonna get it out pop it out here and really keep your fingers crossed and hope for the best because you really want your frittata to uh, fall all in one place. And the nice thing about frittatas when you have guests or you know, you're getting ready for, to start the day is you can eat a frittata hot or you can eat a frittata cold. So if it's not, if you're running around and you're getting everybody off to, off to school or whatever you're doing, you're dealing with the dog, you're dealing with everything to get ready to start the day and you don't get to your frittata in time, it's okay. You slice it like a piece of pizza and you can eat it on the go. It doesn't have to be hot. It still tastes good when it's cold. A lot of times you like to add something to the frittata. So today, in honor of St. Patrick's Day, we are gonna add some arugula. 
Now you might have heard of rocket. It's a leafy green and it's the same thing as arugula. It's just called rocket. It's got a very peppery taste and that peppery taste actually means it's full of antioxidants. So arugula and any leafy green is really, really gonna be good for you. Great for your eyes, great for your skin, great for your immune system. So really I try to eat leafy greens every single day, whether they're raw or they're cooked. Now arugula stems, ha ha ha, from the Mediterranean and uh, it's a really healthy addition to a lot of different foods. You can cook it up. I was thinking about putting it in the potatoes and kind of frying it up a little bit, but I decided we're just gonna have it a little leafy on top of our frittata because sometimes it's just nice to have a little something on top of the frittata. The frittata, of course, is six eggs, one cup of mushrooms, one cup of mozzarella cheese, and salt and pepper. So really simple ingredients, very, very healthy. Eggs are really, really good for you, really high in iron and psyllium and then the mushrooms of course like I was telling you before they are so good for you they're so medicinal and they're so low in calories and one of our sponsors here on TV8 is Knapp Ranch they're located in Eagle and they have a farm here in the Vail Valley it's like the most beautiful thing you've ever seen you drive up into the high altitude and then there's this gorgeous farm and what they're specializing in right now is growing mushrooms so if you ever go to their shop in eagle you're going to find exotic homegrown mushrooms that have so many flavors all right we have our frittata in there it's been in there for about a minute or so and i'm actually going to take the potatoes off the heat move them over here and get ready for some frittata space and we're going to cross our fingers come on everybody everybody root for me here that this frittata is going to pop out of the pan just perfectly okay here we go we're taking it out Ooh, yes look at how nicely that looks with the melted cheese on top i gotta turn this thing off it's getting really hot in the kitchen okay so here's what we have and look it's all going to come out nicely and actually, I am not gonna flip this one over because I put the cheese on the top. So if you put the cheese, if you mix the cheese in with the frittata, then you can flip it over. But since the cheese is on the top, I'm gonna take an even more high risk movement here with one spatula. Can she do it? One, two, three. Look, it's like a pizza. And arugula is actually a great topping for pizza. So now we can just cut our frittata and however many slices you want. Nice and easy to cut. Here we go, it's, it's our pizza frittata. And it's vegetarian. And then we're just gonna sprinkle some of this arugula right on top. Since the frittata is nice and hot, we're gonna get a little bit of wilting from that arugula. And I'm gonna put a little tiny bit of olive oil just because I'm going to make it like a little salad and look we're I mean we're talking pretty little use of olive oil here we're not doing a lot of fat that mozzarella cheese is going to give us some fat for the morning but our mushrooms are really healthy low in calories our arugula is very healthy low in calories we do have some of the potatoes that have crisped up nicely I love those purple colors they're going to be high in potassium they have a little more calories, but they're still gonna be really, really good for you and really healthy. So we're gonna get those on the plate. Let's get two pieces of frittata. 
and there you go. You have yourself a lovely breakfast that really does not take that long to make. And if you're going to take a look at this piece of frittata, look, you can pick it up just like a piece of pizza and enjoy it delicious like that. It's really hot though. Maybe don't pick it up quite yet. And again, you can let it sit for a little while and enjoy it. So thanks for joining me here on Colorful Cooking. This is a mushroom and cheese frittata. Mmm, it's got a nice crisp on the top from the cheese, a good spicy peppery flavor from the arugula, and these potatoes, delicious as well. Enjoy. If you haven't seen Good Day Vale lately, here's what you've been missing. and I'm the host of Good Day Vale, and you can find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 or on our website at tvavale.com and on YouTube. We're here to serve the Vale Valley, and we look forward to sharing our story with all of you. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Eyepieces of Vail has been a fixture in the Vail community for over 30 years. From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision.
Welcome back to the TV8 Weather Center. Let's take a look at this beautiful Tuesday ahead. 8 a.m., 61 degrees, a high of 83 degrees and sunny. Winds west 5 to 15 miles per hour. Gorgeous day out there. 8 a.m., 61 degrees and sunny. Noon, 79 and beautifully sunny. 4 p.m., 83 degrees and sunny. And then 8 p.m., dropping a little bit cooler. Well, if you think that's cool, cooler temperatures, 78%, or 78 degrees and sunny. Let's take a look at the I-70 corridor. Eagle, 87 degrees. Avon, 85. And Vail, 83 degrees. So gorgeous day out there. Lots of sunshine throughout. And Denver, 96 degrees. Really warm in Denver. Tonight, a low of 51 degrees. Clear night sunset at 8.36 p.m. Winds south to southeast, 5 to 10 miles per hour. I say it all the time, but great night to open up your windows and let some of that cool air in. I know we've been talking a lot about having air conditioning or not. <laughs> Let's take a look at that five-day forecast. Wednesday, 83 degrees and sunny. Thursday, 83 degrees as well and sunny. Friday, 84. Saturday, 84. Sunday, 83 degrees and sunny. A gorgeous week ahead. And I have said it once, I'll say it again. I am loving this summertime sunshine. Bring on all the sun. Kim, I am excited about all things summer. All <laughs> things summer, and we are definitely in the in thick of it. Can't believe that July is halfway over. I can't either. This is well, I guess I'm rushing it. We still have like 21 more days. I'm like, so. what day is it? Where? <laughs> no, with all the activities, festivities, everything going on, truly summer seems just to fly by. It really definitely does. And, you know, we've had a lot of really interesting conversations on today's show. Yes. We talked a little bit about how to be prepared in the summertime with Claire. We love having Claire Noble here, Eagle County. They've got so many resources on fire preparedness and just yeah. what's going on. It's really great. Claire is amazing because so many things I would never think of, she always brings up. And also, we talked to our friend, the horse whisperer, and he was brilliant. Just absolutely amazing. And dreaming with the horses. I oh. mean, what an incredible experience. I didn't sleep well last night, so maybe I need to go and dream <laughs> with the horses tonight. And, you know, we always love highlighting our additional shows here on TVABL. Yeah. And, you know, co Colorful Cooking with Tracy Miller was great, too. I'm starving. Can't wait to try I that am recipe. too. <laughs> Tatas. We're going to do it. Absolutely. Well, Gretchen, I'm excited to have you here tomorrow with me on Good Morning Vale. We'll see you then. Good morning, Vale. See what lies in store for you. There's so many things to see and do. Summer, winter, spring, or fall. Your home in the Rockies has it all to get up. Get ready to start your day. The coffee's brewing. You're on your way. The Are you looking for exciting and nutritious recipes to cook?